हेलो एवरीवन आई विश यू ऑल अ वेरी हैप्पी गुडी पाडवा नवरे उगाड़ी शजूबू चिरुबा चेटीचांद नवरोज एंड चैत्र नवरात्रि वो द लिस्ट इज लॉन्ग डू यू नो व्हाट इज कॉमन अमंग ऑल दी सेलिब्रेशंस वेल इट इज द स्टार्ट ऑफ न्यू मून इन द मंथ ऑफ मार्च In ancient times across the world the new year would typically start in the month of march this was true for europe and most of asia before the gregorian calendar came to be accepted if you think about it celebrating new year in march makes a lot of sense because it is the start of spring or basant speaking of the moon ah the moon it has been the inspiration for poets romantics and heroes for centuries we even have dynasties in india called the chandravanshi or luna dynasties it is said that pandavas and lord krishna were part of the luna dynasty the story of moon in our puranas is no less interesting though so as you probably guessed today's episode is about chandradev to so hold on tight and listen carefully folks as this story has many characters let us begin with the birth of the universe once the universe was created by the supreme created lord brahma he created many sub creators and beings to manage the universe the ones who were sub creators were called prajapatis and those who managed the balance of the universe were called saptarishis now uh, the saptarishis were divinely empowered enlightened beings who changed from time to time as a universe went through the cycle of creation and destruction they are thought to have lived for a length of a time called manvantar and each manvantar is said to be around 306 crore earth years so for every manvantar there is a set of saptarishis or seven knowledgeable and powerful celestial beings one such celestial being was atri he was very powerful and married to a pious and dutiful wife anasuya she was the daughter of prajapati kadarma Once our celestial bard and Narayan bhakt Narad Muni was traveling the length and breadth of universe and after his journey he met the consorts of Brahma Vishnu and Mahesh namely Saraswati Lakshmi and Parvati as they were engaged in a banter Narad Muni sang pieces of Anasuya's devotion to her husband this however raised curiosity and bit of jealousy among the devis they wished to see the reality of the claims and urged their husband to test this the trinity disguised as sages reached the hermitage of anusuya in the absence of her husband they approached anusuya seeking food but informed that they could only accept food from those who didn't wear any clothing anusuya was surprised by the strange condition and was in dilemma as she could neither agree to their condition nor send them away without food anusuya could have easily said no but remember folks in the ancient times sages were powerful beings they could curse a generation which may not be worth the risk so declining the request of a sage was a huge risk what the trinity did know was anusuya was beautiful and chaste what they did know was that she was powerful and also very smart she took an enchanted water and sprinkled it on the sages who immediately transformed into infants with great motherly affection she fed the babies this ensured that her chastity as she would have never showed her naked self to any parapurush or a man other than her husband 
Sage Atri with his mystical abilities came to know about this incident. Once he reached the hermitage, Anasuya shared with him all that happened. He immediately realized that these sages were no ordinary humans and got immensely happy seeing the presence of the Trinity. Meanwhile, the goddesses got worried when their husbands didn't return back from the hermitage. They visited Anasuya and saw their husbands turned into infants. They begged Anasuya to change them back to their original forms and asked for forgiveness. Anasuya honored their wishes and Brahma, Vishnu and Shiva appeared in their true forms. Both Atri Maharishi and Sati Anasuya were overjoyed in seeing the Trinity united again with their wives. The gods, humbled by Anasuya's virtue, offered her a boon and she requested that they be born to her as her children. And so it happened and Chandra, Tatatre and Durvasa were born. Chandradev was born with divine power and looks that can match or surpass Kamdev. Chandradev is said to be brave and powerful, so powerful that he could influence tides in the ocean and affect the normal human being. So, as the time came near for Chandradev to get married, he got married to the 27 daughters of Daksha Prajapati. They are said to be the nakshatras or constellations. When Daksh arranged for the marriage for his daughters, he made Chandradev promise that he would love all his wives equally. Chandradev, however, was fond of Rohini and spent more time with her. Such was his love for Rohini that the other wives felt jealous and ignored. So they in turn went to their father and complained about Chandradev. Daksh was enraged, but he reasoned with Chandradev many a time and even warned him of grave consequences for not fulfilling his marital duties towards other wives. But poor Chandradev's heart could accommodate only Rohini and he refused to heed to Daksha's repeated warnings. Daksha therefore cursed Chandradev saying, May your powers decline by each day and may you gradually fade away. His daughters regretted telling their father about Chandradev, as although they were unhappy with him, they didn't want to lose their husband to a curse. Chandradev, terrified, requested Daksha to reverse the curse. But Daksha replied that he wouldn't be able to do so and advised Chandra to turn to Mahadev in prayer. Chandra went to the holy ground of Prabhaspatan. In search of some relief, he established a linga and prayed intently to Mahadev. Mahadev, pleased with Chandra's devotion, appeared before him. Chandra requested Mahadev to revoke the curse and Mahadev said, I cannot make the curse go away, but I can lessen its intensity. From this day onwards, you will increase in brightness in Shukla Paksh and the brightness will wane off in Krishna Paksh. You will shine with all your splendor and on the new moon you will vanish. Chandradev was glad with the remedy to his curse, but was still concerned of the idea of becoming a crescent and not being fully visible. Mahadev comforted Chandradev by saying that he would wear the crescent in his hair, which Chandradev believes is a sign of decay and this would reflect his importance. Due to the crescent on Mahadev's head, he is also known as Chandrashikhar, which means crown of the moon in Sanskrit. Chandradev is also called Soma and the linga that Chandradev worshipped is regarded as the first Jyotirling in our nation. It is in Gujarat and is well known as the Somna temple of Lord Shiva. So it's all done for today my dear listeners. This podcast is now accessible on Spotify and Amazon Music as well. For notifications on new episodes, download the Hubhopper app 
then click the plus sign next to the play button to subscribe thank you bye